0: Welcome to another episode of Women Rise Up, a podcast supporting White Raymond Ministries. I'm your host, Jacqueline Withers. White Raymond Ministries offers financial support to Christian women who want to take the courses offered by Kingdom Women Rising. KWR helps Christian women identify their soul wounds and be healed to walk in the calling God has for their lives. Consider donating to financially support a woman who wants to experience the liberty where Christ has set her free. See the show notes for more information and the websites and take advantage of the New Year's rates. Today I want you to consider evaluating your circle. Genesis 2, 15-17 reads, The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it, but the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. And then Genesis 3 verses 1 through 3, the serpent was the shrewdest of all the animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. Since the tree was of the knowledge of good and evil, have you ever asked why it was wrong to eat of it? Couldn't they have eaten for the knowledge of good and received wisdom? No, because it was one tree. They didn't know how to discern between the two. Many times we can't discern between the two and when we can, we don't always choose the good. Have you ever tried to work with good and evil? It's like mixing oil and water. Good and evil, evil equal compromise and whenever you compromise you sin and the devil wins look at the state of our political system and even the church it seems like a lot of people have been eating from that tree of knowledge of good and evil knowingly trying to mix the two to appease everyone i'll let that simmer for now what i want to focus on is this how was it possible for eve to tell a lie The serpent asked her a question. He didn't lie to her about what God said. He just asked. She answered that God told him not to eat or touch the tree. God never said anything about touching the tree. At least there's nothing recorded in Genesis about that. What made her add that to the retelling of the command? I've asked myself that question several times over the years. And my conclusion is when you're that close to evil, you'll get snared in its trap. In the classic amplified version of 1 Corinthians 15, the Bible says, Do not be so deceived and misled. Evil companionships, communion, associations, corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character. Eve was deceived. You should evaluate your circle because even when folks don't outright lie to you, they may be deceptive or cause you to doubt God. John eight forty four, 44, starting at the second sentence, He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him, for he is a liar himself and the father of lies and of all that is false. Now, of course, he's speaking about the devil himself. There are those who will murder your dreams by what they say. They will ask you, did God really say? Like Joseph's brothers, they can't handle your vision. Then there are those who will lead you astray by intimidation. They'll get you to question your qualifications to step out on faith to walk in your calling. For this reason, you should check the people you associate with. Do a serious evaluation to see if you need to reduce your circle of friends. A nickel is larger than a dime, but a dime has more value. Surround yourself with strong Christian women who will support your walk with the Lord. We are to encourage one another and bear one another's burdens. Have you been the victim of a friend's advice? A true friend who intercedes for you will help you see any mistakes you've made. If they have said anything out of their flesh, they'll correct correct their mistakes. Remember how Nathan the prophet encouraged David about building a house for God? He had to return the very next day and recant because that's not what God wanted him to do. Don't lower your standards to keep a person in your circle. Paul told Timothy to shun profane and vain babblings for they will increase unto more ungodliness. If a person's conversation or language would embarrass you in the presence of certain people, your parents, your pastor, perhaps you need to move on without them. Their words will become your thoughts and a slip of the tongue is a warning of what's going on in your heart. Also, give up those who are constantly belittling others. If they are constantly finding fault with others, chances are they complain about you too to someone else. You know those whose conversations leave you feeling drained? The Bible warns us that evil companionships corrupt good moral character. How can we live, work, and even church with such people? Extract yourself from spending as much time around them as you have been. Don't be ashamed to tell them you want to spend more time with the Lord. If they accuse you of trying to be holier than thou, laugh, because that's it, precisely what you're trying to do. Look for people who ask about your progress. If they're inquiring about your well-being, see if they're interested in how you're growing in the grace and knowledge of God. In 1st Ju- Jude 3, it says, Once he wants all believers to contend earnestly for the faith, a true contender vigorously endeavors to win the competition, not holding anything back. In this case, the struggle is for the faith, which is the saving truth of Jesus Christ and his teachings. Since this faith was entrusted to God's holy people, all believers, not just Christian leaders are called to defend the truth of Jesus Christ. You know, we have so much going on in our lives, and if we stop and think about where we stand with the Lord, we might find ourselves truly out of place. Are we on the path of righteousness, being led by the Lord, or are we sitting on the couch, being led by our appetites, our attitudes, our dysfunctioning? We need help. We need people to help us. We 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 should be a communion of believers building one another up, iron sharpening iron. Satan's intentions were evil when he used the serpent, and his intentions are still evil when he uses those in our circle to keep us living in the basement of rock bottom. That's why you have to study the word of God as well as seek godly counsel. If you know that you're not all God wants you to be and someone tells you that you don't need help, that's a red flag. Many denominations ask their worshipers to fast at the beginning of the year. Try fasting from people. I saw this post on Facebook that reads, stay away from still, still people, still broke, still borrowing, still complaining about the same situation, still hating. Still running after the same man or woman, still insecure, still childish, still lying, still cheating, still stuck on stupid, still ain't gonna change, still and always will be a headache. The message last Wednesday was He's still the one. Jesus is still the one you need. If any of the people you associate with on a personal level don't follow the one, then reevaluate your circle. How can two walk together unless they are, have agreed? What fellowship does light have with darkness? Ask God for a strategy when letting people go. Don't give them a reason to hate you. Perhaps you've heard the saying that some people are in your life for a reason or a season or a lifetime. The Chinese calendar says for 2025 is the year of the snake. Remove the snakes from your life now and prepare to tread on the serpent in the years to come. Don't let anyone stop you from basking in the freedom wherewith God has set you free. Let this year be filled with the light of Christ. Let his light shine through you. If you find some who can't handle your light, move on without them. Amen? This week we're going to continue with our Affirmation Alphabet. The last letter we used was the letter L. Today, I'm adding M because I've obtained mercy. God bless you, and let's meet again next Wednesday.